Hey y'all, it's season three of the Be Your Own Kind podcast and we thank you, humbly thank you for tuning in. Be Your Own Kind's mantra is there is never an inopportune time to be yourself. In other words, be you without apologies. In this season, I will be presenting nuggets and interviewing individuals that are creating their lane and rocking it. Be sure to check out the featured businesses in the description box and follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and pretty much every platform. Okay, now let's take flight. Okay, okay, okay. Hi, Whitney. How are you doing today? Hey, wait. I just had to check my name to make sure it said Whitney because you know how sometimes on the, um, <laughs> like your name will pop up. Like, I don't know what name I have popped up. So, Whitney is good today. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, when you're in a meeting, you have to put like a certain name. And then I'm like in like a postmaster yes. meeting. So if you have to do the, the um, word of the day, you know, some people put it in the title. So yeah, it is great to, to check that name out. <laughs> I need to get involved. I was told to do Toastmasters and I guess it's just one more thing I need on my plate. Right. You do a lot, Miss Whitney. I, I looked you up and you do a lot. You do a lot. Tell us about the a lot that you do. <laughs> a lot that I do. Yes. I do a lot. And I realized today when I was sitting in the chair getting my hair done that I do a lot. And I was actually thinking about piling some additional things on my plate. And I'm like, okay, but that's next year, right? So that's okay. So first... So I work full time. I am a project slash program manager um, for a huge global company. So, wow. I, so Monday through Friday, as early as 6 a.m., I could be working because I have global um, teammates all over the world. So, you know, happy medium is 6 and 7 a.m. Um, so in addition to that, I also run my beauty business, which is not necessarily a full-time job but it turns into a full-time job when i am getting ready to launch new products um i just did a rebrand that and i did that while i was on maternity leave which was crazy yes new baby wow new baby wife just it's a it's a lot of things that i you know have to juggle in addition to becoming i became a certified life coach as well while i was on maternity leave so while most people were resting a week after i had the baby i was in a life um becoming a life coach like i was in class (laughs) every sunday for like what two or three hours so that's that's my lot It, it truly is in addition to me having some other things that i'm thinking about doing too better myself and better my brand which um is going to take me like a year and a half ish i'm trying to get some additional certifications outside of work so oh that's the other thing i'm um getting certified so i'm a project manager as i mentioned but i'm also getting a certification that goes along with project management so i started those classes and let me see what else i think that's it on the professional side so on the business side I'm looking at um, taking some classes to get certifications to better myself, better my brand, become more knowledgeable. Well, that's what I, I love that. I love that constant learning, constant involvement. Because as long as you're getting educated, you're staying, you know, I won't say hip, that makes me sound old, but you're staying on the edge. Oh, you're staying, oh. <laughs> I mean, you're I'm 86, baby. What are you? Because I like hip. <laughs> I'm 38. Okay, we in the same. 
you about to say hip? Yeah, we we both we both young. <laughs> yes, you about to say hip? <laughs> okay, so hip, you know, staying staying relevant is I think is where I was getting at. You know, um, people feel like okay, I'm in this field, I know what I know, but they don't keep up with the education, and it's like even doctors have to keep up with you know um, current advances because it's different advances of medicine and and different treatments. So I feel like we should all apply that to our business. So I love the fact that you're constantly like getting certified and constantly staying knowledgeable in your field. So you you mentioned your brand, but you didn't tell us the name. What's the name? Oh, New Art Girl by Jay Witt. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my beauty brand, but um, I'm actually in the process of um, trying to build my lifestyle brand as well, which is Jay Witt. So the lifestyle brand came, actually came about during my postpartum. So I used to blog. I've been blogging for a long time, but very time consuming, especially now with the baby. So I was like, you know what? Let me blog about my postpartum postpartum journey as a healing for myself. Because if I, you know, can write it out and share it and I get my feelings out that way. So I started blogging about my journey and it was only supposed to be 30 days, right? Mm -hmm. And so people are like, keep going. So I'm like, really y'all like this y'all reading it you know so it was it was my real raw truth um about my anxiety about how i felt in the hospital about how things in the hospital um affected me once i got home so i conceived that and i was like oh i'm like well let me just blog about this so i was like that's a lifestyle brand so that's where i am now so it's like i got the beauty stuff going now i'm trying to get the other side going a little bit and i enjoy it um almost a little bit more because it lets people know um who i am as a person like a deeper look because i was actually always a really private person so for me to open up about my home life my postpartum life it was major you know because people don't talk about it and um like the struggles of breastfeeding people really don't talk about that type of stuff hair loss like i was losing my hair when the baby turned like three four months like i had no edges like and i knew it was coming because i had I, I researched so i knew it was coming but opening up about that taking pictures like there are pictures of me out there with no edges you know and <laughs> i'm like dang i really didn't have any edges <laughs> but it's the real raw um truth and so that's what I want to build my lifestyle brand about. Because you see lifestyle bloggers and everything looks perfect, right? Right. And, oh, yeah. You know, no, 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 no. It's, it's not. Behind the scenes, it's, it's a, a show. I'm not going to curse, but it's a show. <laughs> it is. Um, I, I, I started off as a lifestyle blogger, and um, it's a lot of commitment. Even though I still would prefer that over a YouTube channel, because that's more commitment. So I feel like I'm just oh, yeah. stay where I was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, because listen, I was like, oh, I want to do a podcast, because um, that's initially what I was going to do, was just like podcasts about my um, my postpartum journey, uh-huh. and I was like, wait, that means I got to sit down and record too, and then edit, and then... I was like, I just typed it out. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's a lot of work, but let's circle back on the postpartum because I know that you wanted to talk a little bit on that. Um, do you care to explain like um some of your experiences in the hospital while giving birth? Yeah, so um I had a near perfect pregnancy. It was fantastic. I had no issues, and then 
Um, so we all know we hear the stats about black women and healthcare. And my midwife um, actually is a black woman, and I was so happy that she was the one that assisted in my delivery. So got to the hospital and everything is going well and I'm like I, I can do this you know I can do this no no meds or nothing and I remember saying yeah I need, I need something you know like a pain something to take the edge off right and so I guess I did and the contractions like got stronger and stronger and so I'm like I need epidural <laughs> like I need epidural so this is where it started so I got the epidural not once but twice the first time it did not work um, I don't think that the doctor put it in correctly because I had relief for like 15 minutes. I remember like sleeping for a little bit and then just waking up in excruciating pain. And so my husband, of course, is there and I'm like, so I'm grabbing him and I'm like, it hurts. I'm, I'm like, take me home, you know, <laughs> take me home because I'm like, that's my, my comfort place. And so the pain just got worse and worse. So the nurse is like, you know, like, okay, this isn't like a normal type of pain. So let me call the, I guess like anesthesiologist. So um, another one comes now and he's like, oh my gosh, like you really are in pain. Like, you know, whatever, whatever. So they did it a second time. And after that, I was good. So, um, so Liam's heart rate started to accelerate and it stayed like that and it was it was like that for a while my midwife was not comfortable so i had dilated to about nine and a half centimeters i think and so she's like you know trying to get me to push because maybe that that will help him so my ob was on call she was monitoring me was not comfortable with um the heart his heart rate being so high and i had developed a fever so they're like uh uh-uh. uh, so, like she came in. Like my midwife had already prepped me. Like you're gonna have to have a C-section because you know his heart rate is just going up, and we don't know why. And they didn't want to risk me pushing three, four hours, and he's in distress. So I ended up having a C-section. Um, everything was everything went beautifully. You know, it was great. Get to the room, and they're like breastfeed, 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 and I'm like okay you know I know I wanted to breastfeed but and we had lactation consultants in the hospital so I was doing okay until he um he had jaundice so in order to push or like help him get it out faster his levels down his bilirubin bilirubin levels down they're like well we'll um give him formula so he can pee and poop because that's how it's gonna happen pee and poop so I'm like okay not even thinking like while I'm giving him formula and he's probably not going to want the breast because the formula's coming out faster then he's not going to have to work so I should have been pumping at the time when I was doing it so I wasn't so I had this night nurse oh my gosh this is where it really happened and she was like I was tired and she was like oh are you are you pumping because you know it's okay to miss one one feeding but not two so I'm like, well, no, I'm not pumping. I didn't know, you know, the pump was sitting in the corner. I didn't know what that was. It was covered up. So she's like trying to give me the pump. She did not show me like the correct settings. And she was like hurting my boobs. Like it was on the highest setting or something. So I'm like, no, it's uncomfortable. So um, I was on meds because I had the fever. The baby was on meds just to make sure he was okay. 
I had an IV in my arm. I'll never forget that. Or not my arm, my hand. I have carpal tunnel um, from pregnancy and it, it stayed. So I have the IV in, in the arm right here, in my hand right here. And um, my nurse is trying to change out my meds. And his nurse comes in and she's trying to give me the breastfeed while the nurse is trying to give me my meds. And she's like, well, you should do it, you should do it. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to right now. Like, right. and so my nurse was getting upset because she's like, let me give her her medication. It's like 11 at night too. So she's like, let me give her a medication. And then you can do that. She was like, but I don't want her to miss the feeding because in the hospital, they they um, keep the babies like on track with their feedings. And I'm like, I'm fine. So it was frustrating. And so I was like getting upset. And so my, I think my husband had noticed and he was like, I'll take the baby, you know, because she was just doing the most. Girl, even thinking about it, I'm like going to tear up. So I think after they gave me my meds, like he took the baby. And like, I don't remember what happened after that. Like when I tell you I had memory loss, girl, I don't know if <laughs> all the medication, but it's like, it jumps. And so when I came home, so you know, we're in the hospital or whatever. So they're pushing me to breastfeed and he not latching because we really didn't do, we did skin to skin, but not a lot of it. He's on the bottle, he's not latching. I'm stressed out because he's not latching because they're like, the breast is the best, the breast is the best, right, you know? Right. So I come home seven to 10 days after you have a baby, you go through, through something called baby blues. So you're, you know, your hormones all over the place. So I'm going through that, right? My husband popped me a weighted blanket because he's like, this is going to be for your depression, anxiety, whatever. So I'm going through that. And as I'm going through that, I'm triggered by that nurse, like forcing me to breastfeed and pump. I didn't know how to do any of that. So that increased my anxiety and I didn't want to breastfeed at all. So I had almost completely gave up. So it was like a month in. And Liam's like crawling on me or whatever. So I'm like, whatever, we do skin to skin. And he latches. And he latched from that day. It was a Sunday. I'll never forget it. And I was like, this is me. Mom. 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 <laughs> so she's like, what? What? And so she's like, FaceTime me. So I'm like, And in between that, my eyebrow girl is also a doula and lactation consultant. So she's checking on me. So she really helped me to learn how to like pump and latch and all this. But I say that to say in between that month, I was stressed. I had anxiety, postpartum anxiety. It was getting worse. But I promise you from that day that he latched, things got so much better. And... He's, he stayed latching up until like two weeks ago when I went out the country. And that's because he was like, shoot, mama ain't here. So I was able to breastfeed him um, early mornings or like late at night. But, and I was able to pump too. So he did um, get his breast, you know, his breast milk. And yeah, so in between that is when the hair loss starts about three, three months, three, four months. And I was getting ready to go back to work. And I was like, it was in May. And I was like, I will lose my edges when I'm getting ready to go back to work. Right. <laughs> no, but it didn't affect me because I had already knew that right. it was coming. Um, so I was mentally prepared for it. And um, I was already like doing stuff to, you know, bring my edges back. So here I am, you know, they said the postpartum can last up to a year. I think it's much longer. 
Um, it's still a daily struggle. I have to, that's why I do so much self-care because I have to remind myself like, it's okay. Right. So I didn't have the depression part, which is what a lot of people talk about, but the anxiety part of constantly thinking my baby's gonna die. So I had a miscarriage um, a couple years ago. So that, that increased it because I'm like, something's gonna happen to him, you know, right. if he's spit up. Oh my God, he's choking. He's going to die. Is he okay? Are you like my, even my husband has a daughter and I'm constantly watching him. Do you know how to take care of him? You know, one night I heard him crying. I jumped out of bed, nearly hurt myself because I heard him crying because that was anxiety. Is he okay? Why is he crying? What's going on? It was like, I didn't want to look at him because I'm like, oh my God, he's going to die. It, it was, it was pretty bad for about two weeks. Um, and you're right. I never hear about the anxiety part of postpartum. It's always like the the scary where people want to like throw their kid out the window or something like that. But I never yeah. hear the extreme where you're you're overprotective over the baby. You know, every little ooh and ah, you like, oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay? I've never heard that side of postpartum. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the um anxiety. So um in in the process of that, you're going to the doctor, of course, because. The baby has to go, and even before, like for my practice, before your six weeks, you can go in and see them prior to that. So I did tell them I was dealing with um, postpartum anxiety, so they want to keep an eye on me. They're like, call us if you need us. So every time I would go to the doctor, how are you feeling? You know, do you need to talk to someone? And I'm like, no, you know, I'm good because I had a, I have a really good support system. So um, sleep depri- dep- deprivation increases postpartum um, depression and anxiety. So while everyone's like, oh, are you sleep deprived? No, actually I'm not, because my husband is up with the baby. He took off um, two, two weeks. My mom had retired, so she was here during the day with us, and you know, we're watching Netflix and eating, and you know, and then he's up at night. You know, my mom's like, take a shower. And I'm like, I don't want to shower, I'm tired. She's like, take a shower. <laughs> right. And she's like, you'll feel better. And she's right, like, okay. And then I have friends that were checking in on me. Um, one of my friends had a baby a month before me. So she was checking in because, I mean, she had just, she's going through the same thing too. Right. So when they say a village, your village really matters. Yeah, it's the support for me because some people don't even have that. Some people have to deal with that alone. It's scary. It is because yeah. you, you. I mean, it's a newborn. They, they wake up every two hours. They eat maybe every hour, every two hours. So if you're breastfeeding exclusively, you're even more tired because the baby is on your boob all the time. Right. Oh wow. So what what types of self care did you do you practice to kind of combat that? So. Um, going to Target. <laughs> I love Target. <laughs> even when, even going through the postpartum, I'm like, Mom, can we go to Target? It was, it was Target for me. It's Target. It's going to get my nails done. Going to get a pedicure. Going to get my hair done. It's watching my favorite show. You know, it's um, just going out for a drive. It's taking a walk. Is you know calling up my my friends and Kiki and is anything that's gonna make me feel good even if it's taking an extra long shower, you know those are the types of things that I do pretty well. I don't talk to people often, but those are some of the things that I do. Um, in addition to like this sounds weird, but running my business is self care to me because 
is like a step away from everything. So creating the content, you know, um, so I have a beauty business. Sometimes I have to like make my face up or do whatever. That's all a part of self-care, taking a nap. I took a half a day today because I needed a break. I just needed a break and I, I recognize that because um, oftentimes as women, we push ourselves and we, especially when you become a mom, it's like no days off for the mom. If you take a break, you're a bad mom. No, I'm a good mom because I'm recognizing I cannot be my best self if I'm not fully rested and energized and in a good mood. I love that. I love that people people equate emptiness to being a great parent, but really you're just an empty parent. Like you, if you don't if you don't fill yourself up, you have nothing left for this kid, and that's when resentment, you know comes in and I, I'm not a mom, but I've seen a resentful mom. And it's like, go take a nap. Like you, you need a break, go do something for you. Because just, right, it's just, it's just human nature like, to just get worn out. These kids going a lot, you know, and, it, and they're constantly, and, and although they, they it, it makes sense that they need it, they're still taking and taking and taking, and you have to get that moment to fill yourself back up. Yes, that uh, you said it. You hit it right on the head. Like Liam is turning seven months, and I'm like, dang boy, <laughs> like you don't slow down. It's it's not. It's literally nonstop. And then when he goes to sleep, it's like everybody be quiet. I don't care, you know. Like tiptoe. I take my shoes off. Everything. And it's so funny because during the week, like nobody rings the doorbell, like the delivery people. But something about that weekend. I'm gonna have to let those weekend drivers know, do not ring this doorbell. Because they think, and I'm like, if y'all wake him up, y'all taking him with you. Quiet, quiet. Quiet, everybody, the whole house shut down. We have an ice maker. And I'm like, nobody's using that while he sleep. I don't care, but figure it out. I don't care. You should hear me in the morning trying to get up and take a shower. Oh, it is. It's extra hilarious because I'm really like tiptoeing because I'm like, I can't wake him up. I can't, you know, I got a hurt in the shower. Like, that stuff is real. So, on the weekends, well, I could take a shower in peace. I do it because during the week, it's like, hurry up before he get up. You know, I got hurt to get up, get ready for work, even though I'm working from home. But if my meeting is at seven, you know, he could wake up before seven. And, you know, that's when my mom gets here. So now I'm pushed back. Because I gotta stop, I gotta feed him, I gotta change him, he's crying, and then I gotta get myself together. Right. So yeah, showers matter to moms, especially when we can take them uninterrupted. My sister says that she um she had my niece is probably around the same age as Liam, and um she's in the bathroom for a very um extended when I go visit my mom, like, what is she doing in there? And she um eventually like she told me recently, that is my me time bathroom. No, for real, like legit. <laughs> you be looking at like, la, 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 la. and then I be like, ooh, I need foliate today. Ooh, I could use my little facial brush. Ooh, ooh, I could use this because, girl, you do not, you do not get the time to do it. Now the men, on the other hand, they be, girl, my husband takes his showers. Okay, me, I do hot spots. <laughs> In and out, double dutch. Like it's yeah. crying, it's crying. Because <laughs> the babies only seem like they only want dad for fun. 
for mom for everything else. <laughs> you know what? Liam is kind of the opposite. Low oh. key. Like, he's a daddy's baby, but I think he wants both of us. But he but he knows his dad is going to do that little stupid stuff with him. And I'm not doing that with him. So, yeah, he gravitates to him more. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, dad is doing all the fun stuff. You know, you come to mama, we not about to be flying in the air and all that. No. She <laughs> know my carpal tunnel, boy, you'll be on the floor. Now I got DCFS at my door because I just want to play with the baby and my wrist went out. Uh-uh, we not doing it. We playing it safe, okay? <laughs> you got time for that. So what prompted you to start a business in, in the beauty field? So, um, a couple things. Okay. I have dearly, so I've always been lip gloss popping, like, since before time, okay? Like, my lips stay looking like this. I will go to bed, my lips look like this. Wake up, my lips look like this. And crazy enough, my lips are super sensitive. So I think I'm a little bit, either I'm allergic to peppermint um, on my lips or whatever ingredients these people are putting in their products, their lip balms, not agreeing with me. I started, like, breaking out, like, little bumps, rashes, itchy lips, crazy. So I'm like, uh-uh. And I'm like, if I'm having this problem, is other people having this problem? Right. You know, type of thing. And then finding products for black women that look good on our skin, and that's like a whole nother thing. So that's really kind of what prompted me to start is because I could not find oranges or purples or reds. And I'm like, I'm walking into Sephora and I'm like, okay, Hey. And they got this orange that don't look good on me, you know? And I'm like, well, I want to wear orange too. Because if you notice, a lot of brown girls really don't wear loud colors because we be looking like this and that ain't our color. Right. Or we be looking like this and that ain't our color. You know, we want to wear this, but that ain't our color, you know? So whenever I um, choose products, I make sure it looks good on um, a like different shades of brown not just the light brown the dark brown I want to get to the dark dark you know so that's pretty much like what prompted me is um looking for products for my complexion number one it's as far as lips that's that's as far as I go I can't do all the other stuff um (laughs) give me this is my full face okay I'm just missing the lashes um looking for products that fit the brown girls as well as making it affordable because yeah, I'll find something but it's thirty dollars for a two. I'm not gonna pay for that. Right. You know, the stuff that they're putting in in the products is burning my lips off. So it's like, come on now, you know. Um, and then too crazy enough, I think I I think I just said this on Instagram, but I didn't know. I always thought that you had to have like hundreds of thousands of dollars to start a brand, like a beauty brand. Nah, you don't. Hmm. I mean, eventually, yeah, I would want that money to do more, but all it takes is to start. That's all it takes. So, so did you come up with your own formula of lip gloss, or? So, yes and no. So, okay. I started off with um, handmade vegan glosses, which um, can be customized, right? But then people started asking me. Oh, do you have lipstick? And I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, I do not. Nah, I ain't doing that. Now, you can make them, but I don't have time. You just heard all the stuff I was doing, right? Right. So I don't have time, but I'm in the process 
of um, when it comes to like the formula. So I know what's in it. A lot of people are allergic to coconut oil. So if you're allergic to coconut oil, I'm gonna let you know it's coconut oil in here. A lot of a lot of vegan um, lip gloss bases have coconut oil in it. And I think it's primarily because it's a cheaper oil. You can get it. But I try to get more like vitamin E or different um, oils because a lot of people are allergic to coconut oil. And plus, I like the vitamin E formula. It's, I don't know, it's like a little bit thicker. So I've been testing out like different formulas and everything, but I ain't in the lab lab like that. I mean, I took organic chemistry too, but you know, <laughs> that's impressive. We're not in in the kitchen cooking, nah. And then you know, people probably be shocked, and I'd be like, no, nah, I have vendors all over. Like I have several vendors, you know, on the East Coast, up in Canada. Like I have different vendors, and I'm like, send me samples. Okay, I don't like it. I ain't gonna do that. What else can we do? Okay, I like it. Yeah, no, that's too thin. That's too thick. It's a process. So before I even put something out, I'm testing it. So it's August, right? right. I'm testing fall and winter stuff right now because I need to make sure the consistency is good on not only my lips, but others' lips. What does it feel like? If I'm talking to you for a long time, do I get that white stuff in the middle on the sides? Is it gonna agree with my lips? What is it like in the heat? What is it like in the cold? You know, so it's like it's a lot of testing until I get comfortable. You know, they change formulas all the time, so right. it's not like I could just be like, "All right, I'm cool with that." No, they might change it up, and then y'all coming at me like, "Wait, what happened?" And I'm like, "It's the same. Oh, it's different." Y'all ain't gonna catch me like that. Mm-mm. Nope. I know I uh I first uh, met you at a pop-up shop. I don't yeah. know where was it? I don't know where was it? In Madison. Yeah, Madison. Yes, yes. Madison. Yeah, and I purchased a bright purple from and I'm I'm like you said, I have a lot of I'm not one of those people that do the bright colors because it doesn't look right on me, in my opinion. But I have a picture with it on. I probably should post it right. Um and I love I know. <laughs> Y'all hear this? I was feeling myself. I was feeling myself. I'm going to post it. I'm going to post the it. The pop-up shop was in June, I think. I feel like it's coming for me. <laughs> I want to see, too. You yes. know, you need to slide in my DM. I want to see the picture, too. Okay, I'm going I'm to I'm uh, send it to you tonight because clearly okay. I've had it for a while. And I look so pretty. And I didn't feel, I didn't look weird, and it wasn't like, cause Matt, I actually wasn't mad, cause sometimes I don't have the best experiences with experiences with lap, uh, matte lipstick. Girl, <laughs> that's another reason. I, girl, I had one matte, and I don't remember what brand it was, and it was like itchy, and it made my lips crack. My lips were hurting. I was like. Literally, like, my lips were stuck. I'm like, is it glue in that stuff? And I was like, oh. That's why I was like, match? Y'all want match? I was scared, but they all right. <laughs> I mean, they last forever. You know, don't get me wrong. You you can drink, I don't know, a jug of water, and it'll still be on there. But you're right. It gives, like, that chalk, dry, yes. yeah, type of feel. Yes. My mats, they do not do that. They last for a long time. That's why people with mats, you have to know how to wear it. And it's not putting on two or three coats. Because if you do that, it might be on, you know, for the next month. 
I'm not responsible. You need one coat, one good coat, maybe one and a half, depending on your coverage. Uh-huh. That, if you're trying to, you know, wear it to work for the day, you gonna I mean, it'll wear off depending on how much eating and drinking you're doing, but you'll probably be solid for the day, like one coat. Like you'll be awesome. You'll be awesome. You'll be awesome. One coat. Trust me. <laughs> but if you're going, you know, if you're going out, you know, you're gonna be out for an extended time. You know, you can touch it up. But I rarely touch up. Now that I'm thinking about, it, I rarely touch up my mats when I do work. Right. Well, I, I loved what I uh, what I got. It, it felt so. It was elastic. It was silky. My my you know my mouth wasn't all my lips weren't all chapped after. <laughs> So I had a really good experience. I probably owe you a review now that I'm talking. <laughs> yes! Yep, it is! I'm flipping, I'm flipping. <laughs> look, look, I, I I wear many hats just like you now making excuses. <laughs> right, no, but I get it. I know because he, I, as business owners, we depend on reviews. And so whenever I see like my business sisters like, can y'all leave a review? I'd be like, oh yeah, I'ma leave a review. And then be like three months later, like, um, I'm a brand ambassador for a Bliss Bar company. And she's like, I need pictures of like fresh faces. So I'm like, oh girl, I definitely got you. Three weeks later. <laughs> it's so, it's so bad, but I 100% understand. So anytime anyone slides my DM and leaves me a review, I am so grateful because it's so hard to get them. But then I hear people like you, like, "Oh, girl, you know, I was popping. I went on a date, and I'd be like, oh. Can I get that picture?'" And I took the picture with the intent to post it to advertise you, and I didn't remember until we had this conversation. Like, "Oh yeah, I first." That's okay. I do the same thing. I mean, to be honest, I do the same thing. So. I get it. As long as you send it tonight, then I won't be mad. Okay. <laughs> I will do that. I will do that. But you, Nora Girl, that is a popping brand. I see that everywhere. I saw that before I knew who created it, though. Yeah. I finally got a, got a face with the name because you were on um, our mutual friend, uh, Miss Michi's um, oh, her, yes. her Thursday show. And, you, and when she shouted you out, I'm like, that's who she is okay so yes, yes. I, I heard about your product before you so that's, that's, that's actually brand a great ambassador. She is my she is a faithful brand ambassador like yes. when i say i can't wait to blow up because she is definitely coming with me from let me see from jump michi has always been like one of my biggest supporters like put me out there when i don't want to be out there and I'm like, no. She's like, come on, come on. I'm like, no. You know, so she she really be pushing me because if it was up to me, you wouldn't even know who I was. And... <laughs> yeah, she has that effect on people. People need to see your face. Be consistent. Okay, bye. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You come with work. Because, yeah, like, it's funny because she does that to me, but as her, um, like, business coach and consultant, uh-huh. that's me. Michi. Why are you not doing this? I saw this. Change this up. Do this. Do this. You know. And then she'd be like, "All right." <laughs> she don't like when you give it back. Like, wait, okay, bye. Like, all right, girl. I'm, I'm gonna do what you say now. I'm gonna do what you say. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's it's a mutual thing, you know. We got we got to do that for each other. Though. We have to. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. Well, I was going to ask you a question about um, the motherhood during the pandemic, but is, is Liam your only child, correct? Yes. So you didn't have to deal with the homeschool and... I did. So he's the oh. only um, child that I birthed, but I also have a stepdaughter that's 11. Oh, yeah. You mentioned it. So we did have to deal with the homeschooling, which was not so much as a challenge as mm-hmm. it was for other people and it's still not much of a challenge I mean it's one of those things where it's typical stuff like you need to check her homework you need to make sure she you know is doing it but the adjustment she just said she don't want to go back to school oh. it wasn't it wasn't the whole family was at home essentially oh wow yeah so it wasn't much if anything it was that's probably why I ended up with a baby because <laughs> that stress that's stress. <laughs> so really, had to release a little stress, you know. <laughs> and with you know homeschool, I think it became challenging because at the time we were in a two-bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. and everyone is at home, right? So it became a space thing where okay, she's in her room, she's fine, but then I have a meeting, I have to present, my husband has to get on a call. We're both in the same area okay now i have to turn my vanity into my desk because i have to present i have you know so it became a space thing or it's like uh can you tell her not to be so loud i'm on the call you know and at the time the company i was at was a little bit more uptight but Uh now they had me bringing the baby on camera dogs barking cats running across the screens like it's, it's way, it's way different, but um, even being pregnant during a pandemic, I I was more cautious, so my husband didn't let me go to the grocery store. As a matter of fact, have I even been to the grocery store? When's the last time I've been to the grocery store? Oh, see? Wow. He didn't, let, he didn't let me go to the grocery store. Um, he didn't really let me do a lot of things because we didn't know what this thing was. Nobody knew. So if anybody was going to get sick, he's like, it's going to be me, you know, right. type of thing. So we were like more, more so really, really cautious, um, because of me. But other than that, like my doctor's appointments, everything, like I felt pretty safe. My only concern was, can he come to the doctor with me? Right. Oh, can he be at the hospital with me? Oh, he can. I we good. Yeah, I was I was concerned about that with my sister because with, with her first child we were all able to be in the room with her. But when she had um her second child, only her husband could be in there. So she had us she had mom on FaceTime on his phone, me on FaceTime, you know, on another phone because we just wanted to be there and make sure everything was okay. It was a weird experience, like not being able to be there. But I mean her husband was more than capable, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Right, like my mom really wants to be there, so yeah. that's kind of the sucky part. But she um, got to experience doctor's appointments with me, so whenever he couldn't go, she she would go and she you know heard the heartbeat and the ultrasound and all that stuff. So she got to experience that part. But like being at the hospital, so we we were there for like almost five days, and she was because we have a C section, you're there a little bit longer and. So it was so funny because it was I can't I got discharged late on a Sunday, and my mom goes, 
what's taking them so long? She was like, I want my grandchild. This is cruel. She was like, I'm getting ready to come up there and break y'all out. <laughs> she, was, she was like, okay, what's going on? Like, you know, cause I'm like, oh, I think I'll be home, but we have to wait um, to make sure his um, bilirubin levels went down. So we couldn't get discharged, you know, until his levels went down. So it was like, I was, I was off the meds. I was just chilling, you know? Like, hey, we ready to go. You know, what is it? So it was, you know, that's probably like the only thing. But other than that, like I hear a lot of horror stories. I didn't have that. I really didn't. I know my child is from God and I knew he was going to be blessed anyway. So like I was just going through the motions. Like, hey, what we doing? Can I take a nap? Who's feeding me? Yeah. (laughs) That was it. Don't touch me. Just look at me. All right. Yeah, that, that was it. You kind of have the luxury of not having people rubbing your belly during that time because you're at home. Ooh, thank you. You didn't have to deal with that going into work and everybody's like, oh, can I touch your stomach? And you yes. have to get awkward. No. <laughs> no, not today. Weirdos. <laughs> no. Can I touch your hair? No. It's a oh, that one. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic, that right? That is a whole nother topic. <laughs> I'm scared to change wigs at work because I have a long, a longer one. You probably see me in it all the time. I'm scared to put this bob on because they're going to be like, did you cut your hair? The one lady already asked me, um, she's like, did you cut your hair do something different? It was my regular hair. I was like, nah. <laughs> she probably looked like... Cause I think I, I wear like a wavy one than a straight one, so they probably uh-huh. just like. So if I come to work with this, they are absolutely gonna be like, "Did you cut your hair?" And I'm gonna have to come up with something real clever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Get on Zoom, like, "Good morning." Like, oh, new hairdo. I'm like, "Yeah, the old one to be back later this week." And I'm like, ah, "What? <laughs> this is the new me this week." <laughs> <laughs> Blonde highlights one day, black the next. That's what I love about us, though. <laughs> you know, we, we can transform and transition, and yeah, you know, I love yeah. I love the versatility. So yeah. here on Be Wild, okay, we have a special question. If you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be, and why? Girl, really? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna change the type of question, but everyone is always stumped on this question. So I'm- it, because, girl. <laughs> okay, if I could describe myself in one word, um, one word. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna on this one if you want, if you need to. <laughs> I'm gonna say humble. I'm going to say humble. Um, and I say that because uh, I look back over my life and I think about where I came from often. Okay. And when I say where I came from, I mean making <laughs> 25, 30,000 a year and thinking like, man, I'm on, you know, and then being stuck at 40,000 right like stuck and at this time I have a master's okay a whole master's stuck and people saying oh well you know this is starting you don't have much experience what 
and then finally getting out of that and then now I'm stuck in 50. And it's like, I'm stuck, you know, like, you know, so it's like when I look back, I'm so humbled by my experiences because they really taught me to appreciate everything that I have now. Um, every hurdle, every challenge, every business. Well, yeah, I got scammed before. Thank God I got my money back. But, oh, yeah, girl, when I first started, sis scammed me. But I keep receipts. I screenshot everything. Okay. When it comes that part I screen especially when I'm not dealing with uh or I'm dealing with another small business Uh I don't play that I screenshot everything I'm gonna have my proof but it humbles me because whenever I never feel like I'm probably never gonna feel like oh I made it I made it but when I rebranded relaunched and I made in a month what I had made the entire year I was like, wow. like y'all really like it? <laughs> you know, it's, it's so humbling when you hear people like compare your products to these big name products or say, hey, I tried your stuff. It's so much better than, you know, this other brand. And I'm just like, really? You know, like little old me? And it's just humbling. And I think that's where I am with this phase in my life is that everything is humbling like knowing what I went through to have a child and have a child you know what I'm saying like knowing what I went through with men and to be married you know knowing where I professional career to have a place that is willing to drop stats on me to get a certification it's humbling. It is because I honestly never thought I would get here. It's you know you be out here in corporate America working your butt off. Yep. And you just be like, oh, I need a break. I need a break. And then when your break comes, you be like, what? Like I'm almost waiting for the other shoe to drop because I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening. But then I think about like I pray for this. Right. I I didn't. I don't do that manifest. I prayed for this. Exactly. I ask God for this. So it's like, enjoy it. And I'm at that phase of my life where I'm enjoying it. I don't know, you know, when whatever's going to happen, What I don't know from one day to the next, but I am loving every moment. And if COVID taught me anything, it's to do what you say you're going to do. That's it. I love love everything that you just said. I, I think it's funny how we pray for things and we wait for it we wait for it we cry we roll over god when is it coming when is it coming and you know of course that's the preparation period but i always call it just uncomfortable it's just totally uncomfortable. Yes, and then when he finally like landed on your lap you're like is this what i asked for then he's like well now what now what <laughs> i gave it to you so you're ready you're so the fact to still be at square one in that humbling phase, that means like you don't forget where you came from. You don't forget who gave it to you, you yeah. know, and you don't take for granted the blessings that's, you know, in store for you, you know. Um, I think I think it's human nature to think that the, sh- the other foot, other shoe, I'm not good with, acronyms, with those things, oh, but the other shoe, <laughs> yeah, the other shoe is gonna fall off because especially when you've struggled a lot, you know, in the beginning of life, 
you just realized in your 20s, just struggling, struggling, struggling. You're in drama, drama, drama. But I realized when we get old, I think it was always our state of mind when we were younger. And then now when we get older, it may be the same drama going around us, but our mind is different. So different. That stuff don't matter. That's half that stuff ain't none of my business. Yes. <laughs> Will you preach? <laughs> You know, and, and so it's like I now I'm looking at I because all that mess is out of my purview. I can see all these blessings. Yeah, you know, that God has bestowed upon me. So yeah, I, I love that. what you said. Yep, not at that mess. And I think it was when I turned thirty, it was just like a light bulb, like boom, and things just kind of like started to change. Uh, and, and your friendships change you know you hear that no new friends no i've gained some beautiful friends i love like it. i and i'm open to you know having more friends or building more friendships because you never know how those people are gonna play that role in your life and i'm just here for it you know it's it's lit that's you know it's lit i'm here for everything like if i can do if i got a babysitter I got a little coin in my bag. I got an outfit that's going to fit. If my wigs is clean and straight, I'm ready. I love your checklist. I'm ready. Look, I got to be a checklist now. <laughs> oh, and I, and I got gas in the vehicle because, honey, I be hopping in and be like, ooh, babe, can I take your truck? Oh, all right, all right, all right. Because <laughs> it's real out here. I love it. I love it. So you saying you um you got certified as a life coach. Um, are you're working on your fall life and the girl? Anything else you wanna uh, let us know that's upcoming? Um, so Noir girl is dropping some new stuff. So it's crazy. I was sitting. Um, I have this diamond collection, right? Yes, that I've been trying to drop for the last month. But something in me, it's like everything that could go wrong is going wrong. Like I have all the product, I have everything here with me. Like it's just something that's kind of like holding me back, telling me to wait. So it's like I wanted to launch it in July and then I was like, okay, coming in August. And I don't know what it is yet, but you know, I'm gonna just wait. And when it feels right, I am gonna drop it. But I have a diamond collection. It is a variety of um, colors. So the the tubes, the gloss tubes, actually match the lash pins. And so that's what I love about it. So it's gonna be gloss, it's gonna be lash pins, it's gonna be lashes, and then a lash tool. And it's gonna be the diamond collection because it's all blinky and it's really cute. But I'm just waiting on the right time to, you know, drop it when it feels good. Then I'm gonna go ahead and release it. So that's probably like the next thing coming up. And I am working on another certification. I don't wanna put it out there yet because I'm like, who won't pay for that? <laughs> but the next certification I'm working on may lead me to another business. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Because I always, so here's the other thing that COVID taught me. Always have some extra coins in your bag and some backup plans because you never know when these, these jobs were laying people off because they had to stay afloat. Thank God I transitioned. I left one company and went to a company during the pandemic at five months pregnant. I wasn't with my current company before I got pregnant. I was was four or five months pregnant when I left my um, other job and then went, or left my other company and went to another company, okay? 
And wow, that's a miracle to be pregnant and get a new job. Less known in the midst of a layoff period, like a mess yes. layoff period. God knew. That's why I said every it's a humbling experience because yeah. God knew. God knew I needed to be paid on maternity leave. God led me to this company that pays for maternity leave, unlimited PTO. We didn't miss a meal. Now the other place, uh, I'd have been selling my wigs probably because we had moved. We had to move because that two bedroom was not gonna suit us. Right. God gave us a place big enough for my family and five minutes away from my mom's house, who is Liam's primary caretaker while we're at work. You can't tell me that one guy. Wow, look at that positioning. Look at that positioning. We have been trying to move for like three years. I kid you not. We have been trying to move for three years. And nothing was coming through. And I'm getting mad. Like, I'm mad. Like, why can't you move? I ain't got no space. Ah, you know, I'm mad. I have two offices if I want. Two. Wow. You cannot say, that's why I'm like, it's a humbling experience to pray for something, for God to, like, really answer your prayers. And you see that. Like, it, and it happened. We moved in September. My mom retired in December. I had Liam in January. I switched jobs in August. So August, September, we was a girl. Wow. I, was, I was about six, six and a half months pregnant, seven months, something like that. We were moving. I was like, we getting up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is just so inspirational, Whitney, because there are people listening to this right now that's just waiting on that change, waiting on that moment, waiting for the prayers to be answered. You know, and when... And this is why it pays to be happy for someone, be inspired by someone versus the whole hating thing or the whole I wish it was me type oh. attitude because to me it's like she's been waiting on this thing and God, and we don't know how long you've been waiting. We don't, but he was positioning you the whole time, preparing you the whole time. Yes. And so then he just gives you everything at once, you know? Yes. And it's, it's right. And it's mm -hmm. an inspiration to that person that's still waiting and holding on. And, and I want to tell that person, keep holding on. It's oh. right around the corner. Keep praying, keep yes. persevering, stay faithful because it's right around the corner. Like, it's hey. crazy. It is because it literally is like, yeah, we wanted to move for three years. Like, And when I say it was crazy because I was like almost about to settle just because I wanted to move. It was like, God was like, not yet, not yet. I'm talking about down to like half the money, didn't have the money. They're like, oh, your credit score. I'm like, my credit score is fine. Like, it was just crazy. And then for us to be in this place, and it's like, we have the money. We have the credit score. It's by my mom. Like, we're making more. Like, I my salary increased by like 35000 during the pandemic. Okay. Benefits. Like, when I tell you, steps were ordered so God knew um even down to having a baby because my mom retired so prior to that if we had the baby prior to my mom retiring who's gonna keep the baby right daycare okay yeah but that's another bill that's a lot of money I've heard some daycare bills me too they're almost too. a car note they're more than a car note sometimes <laughs> people I've heard whole like a whole check would go to the daycare because that's how much it is so when you think about like why you're not getting um, 
selected for something or it keeps, you know, getting turned down or, you know, you haven't launched this yet or something, your steps are being ordered. You know, every denial, it started to be almost okay with me because I'm like, God, I got something better. Even jobs, girl, even, even jobs. Like, I literally was turning down jobs that was talking like big money. And I'm like, it don't feel right. Right. So I'm not. You gotta go. You gotta go with the feeling. You gotta consult God first. You don't want to just jump at the first opportunity. And I've done that, and yeah, it ain't it ain't a good thing. So it's like I don't even remember applying for the job. That's the crazy part. I'm like, when did I'm, I'm literally on the phone like, oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, when do I apply? And I'm thinking, I'm got a big old round belly, uh, you know. <laughs> but. That's fake for real because people don't switch jobs pregnant because of maternity leave because you have to be at your job so long, you know, to qualify for it. But look at the job you replaced that that didn't even have like a a period, you know. From day one, day one, the only thing they said is that disability might not pay me. Disability paid me. Wow. They was like, disability may not pay you because you haven't been here a year. I was like, okay. But I wasn't worried because I got paid out my PTO. I wasn't worried because I had been saving. And then, you know, we was getting them stimulus checks and stuff. But I was saving every penny because I'm like, okay, I might not get paid. I might only get paid six weeks. Right. You know, the last. And girl, because it got, um, because my benefits package and everything was so good, I took off another almost month. And I still have two more weeks to use up from my um, parental leave. So I'm gonna do that at the end of the year. Wow. I'm loving this, Whitney. I'm loving this. <laughs> this is just a good feeling because we, like on social media, we always see end results, but we don't hear about the waiting period, the, the mm-hmm. discomfort, you know, the mm-hmm. the anxiety, not knowing, you know, um, hello, are you up there, period. You That's know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw it was like, okay, Lord, now I got to get in my belly. Oh, what up? <laughs> like, Lord, I'm really pregnant. I'm like, Girl, I looked at that test, I said. Right. Then you got pregnant. You know, like, it's just like everything okay, all at once. Yeah. I get diapers now? Like, what am I doing with the baby? <laughs> like, Lord, we had plans to go on vacation. What you, what you want, dog? Oh, what you doing? <laughs> you messing up the flow now. <laughs> but, but even with, with you sharing your postpartum experience, you know, people need need that because there's so many people right now, like, look at me, Faze. It's, yeah. and people are looking for the real. They're looking for someone they can relate to. That's why people probably were, like, intrigued with your story because it was real. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm holding on faith, but I'm having some bad days too, you know? Oh, definitely having yeah. bad days. I still, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I still have bad days. They're not as bad, but mm-hmm. they are bad, and I recognize that. And I'll, you know, my key thing, like, I'll tell my husband, like, I'm tired. And he'll be like, okay. And he already knows when I, because I don't say I'm tired. So for me to say, I'm tired, he knows I'm tired. So he already knows, like, go get in the bed you know put the blanket on you and next day i get a good night's sleep or whatever he's like good yeah what's up you know so it's like you have to be up front and you have to communicate that because y'all know me and a little not match but 
They don't pick up cues. You have to legit say, I'm tired. Now I write it down. I'm tired. <laughs> I like snatch my wig off looking, you know, I'm tired. <laughs> like, oh, babe, you took your wig off? It is time to go to sleep. It's time to go to sleep. So. It's the self-awareness for me, though. It's it's the, hey, I need a break. I need self-care. I need this. That's what I'm loving about, about this conversation. It's not a, you just, you, you know, I'm, I'm just going to run on E. I'm just going to run on films. It's like, nope, I'm approaching E, break, you know? Yep. And, and I love that. I love that. <laughs> I I mean, down to, like, even my mom, like, I think sometimes she recognizes it. So she's like, oh, I'm going to take the baby. Okay. You know, okay. yesterday she's like, I'll bring them back later. Okay, now, now sis, what's later? Okay, because you're not going to have him out all night. You know, y'all running the street, you know. But even still, me getting off work and then having an extra hour and a half to just chill. Like, me and hubby just chilling and talking and vibing. We, may, we don't get that, you know, all the time. Because when we get off work, um, well, I get off work before him. And it's like, okay, my mom's like, okay, here's the baby. Sometimes he's sweet, but still, it's like, off this job, onto that job. It's right. no, I'm used to getting off work and taking a nap. <laughs> no, no, no. Ain't no nap unless he sleep. And then he sleep for like 20 minutes. And then he like, hey. And I'm like, wait, you know. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you get to that end of the week. Or, you know, sometimes it's like, I need a break. Yeah, I, I do. So, like on on the weekends, I try to let my husband sleep in till like eleven, twelve o'clock, because he does a lot, you know, at night for me, and then just getting up. So it's like one of those things where we have to trade off too. Whereas like on Sundays, I try not to really bother him too much, let him chill, and then on like Saturday, I notice that he kind of like, you know, kind of lets me chill once he gets up. We tag team it because we have to. The weekends is ours too, so if we got some. Right. We have to be able to be like I send him calendar invite. Like it sounds crazy, but he's that type of person that if it's on his calendar, his phone, I can't just tell him. I can't just write a note. I love it. I love it. Um, because I think it makes it easier. It's better than those stories. Well, I'm exhausted and you know, he's chilling watching sports and stuff, and I'm like, Well, what is this other able body person doing? Oh, we don't play that. <laughs> I mean, when I got pregnant, I was like, we got a game plan, right? I said, because you're the night owl. Uh, so you about to show your, your stuff off, right? So at this hour, you're the night owl. Because mama's been up. Mama been up with him since 5.30 this morning. Oh, wow. You're the night owl, right? You right. know, so it's like, show your stuff. Go ahead. I love it though, but I, I do really, really love the teamwork because um, it's, it's real teamwork. You know, it's authentic and it's genuine. You know, but anything else you want to add before we end? No, nah, I have fun with you. I hope I get to come back. I, you know, I hope people not like, oh Lord, don't bring her back. <laughs> <laughs> no, most definitely, most definitely. Um, I would love for you to to come back. You're always welcome on the platform. <laughs> oh, thank you. And it's fun to kiki with you finally because you know I, I like hear you. I, I knew you too before I like you know saw your face and everything so. oh wow yeah it's good nice to, to hear. I, I be I be checking on people when I you know when I hear stuff I'm like oh what's she doing what's she over here doing what's she over here doing you know 
So yes, it's so good, you know, to chit chat with you and I think we had a good conversation and we vibe. So hopefully we can vibe in person before the Delta variant shut us down. Yes, most definitely, most definitely. Um I'll let you know when I'm coming to Chicago, you know I live two hours away. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, most definitely. And listeners, I hope that you have like capture some of these nuggets, you know, that, that Whitney has been sharing with us and to just keep holding on. Your, your prayers are not going to notice. They're right around the corner. And so next time, I just hope that you all just be your own kind and be kind to each other. And most importantly, be kind to yourself. Bye. Bye. <laughs>